behind um, stopping the app foundation for coming into New Hallville. That's the best way I can say that. And so um, they've got a, they've got a meeting coming up and they want people to uh, to come and, and, and continue to be a part of, of the conversation on how um, to uh, uh, look think about the, the future of New Hallville and what we want to see in New Hallville. And that meeting is the community conversations in the future of New Hallville Thursday. September 29th from 6 to 8 at Lincoln Bassett School, right here in the heart of New Hallville, 230 Bassett Street. Welcome, y'all. How y'all doing? <laughs> Good. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Doing well? Yes. I'm glad to hear. So t- so give, give us an update and a rundown on what's going on so far with the New Hallville Hamden Strong Committee. So we've been um, so excited to continue, um, you know, our, um, our voice. Because um, we want to make sure that um, everyone knows that New Hallville do have a voice and how they want our community to um, um, progress. Uh, so we started out in January, as you know, this has been a nine month process of us making sure that our community is under understands the impact that having um, an entity uh, like the App Foundation to come into the community uh, would affect our community. So we've been doing a lot of canvassing, um, a lot of activities in the community we've been partnering with. We also um, been sending letters to the mayor's office and also to, we have a, to whom it may concern all of our constituents outside of our community has been very supportive of us as well. We've had every management team um, in the, the city. So we have the entire city uh, management team supporting um, our cause as well, and they understand that it's not about the treatment, it's just about the location, um, putting it right in the heart of our community where we already have a lot of disparities, and so this wouldn't be a, a, a good place to be. Mm-hmm. So that's why we want to now pivot. We also uh, still have our eyes and, and, and thoughts on the um, uh, our project, what the New Hallville Hamden Strong started out to be, and we, our mission, our vision is to not have them locate um, on 794 um, Dixwell Avenue, so that has not changed. But the good thing about it is now we want to have conversation about what is healthy in our community. What do we want in our community? It seems like everybody else has a thought of what they want for us, and most of it is not about um, anything that's healthy for our community. You know, we're one of the community that has a lot of disparities um, in our community. And if they look at statistics, they could see that, you know, the low income uh, in our community is the highest, about 70%. So why is that? So why don't we have, um, you know, the healthy health uh, in, our, in our community? It's also um, at its highest rate. So why don't we have something uh, preventive in our community? So that's what we're going to be talking about uh, most of. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Katura? <laughs> well, you know, I, I try to look at uh, the glass half full. That's how I try to live my life. And I think that this whole situation with um, the App Foundation um, basically bum-rushing the community and uh, not not informing the community that out of our crisis has come an opportunity, mm-hmm. an opportunity for us to begin to look at one, what is what is happening to our community? And then when you when, you know, as Jeanette had mentioned, you know, we got some data from this the, from Data Haven, which looked at the city of New Haven and it looked at the statistics for New Hallville. We know that poverty, we know that stress from health disparities to discrimination to uh, lack of resources creates um, a distraction. It is a major distraction on your quality of life. You're in a survival mode. You're, you're dealing with trauma every day. So you really, you know, they know this about certain neighborhoods. And there was a recent article last year that a uh, graduate student at Yale did regarding looking at where methadone maintenance clinics like the one that they would like to put in the App Foundation are placed throughout the country. She looked primarily in New York. She looked on the West Coast um, and parts in between. And Newhallville was primed for that. Back in the day when the App Foundation plopped itself in uh, the hill, the hill was struggling. Congress Avenue was definitely not a place to walk down. And that's where they went. So when you're distracted, um, you don't have time to, to even really look around. You allow your politics to not to not serve you. Uh, we have had, you know, aldermen and state reps and that to not look at, take the time to look at what is your neighborhood? Who are you representing? And what do you, what do you need to do to bring, to change our community? We vote you in to do certain things. And then when we look at our statistics, for not just currently, but historically, it's not good. And how are you serving us? And so the, the community at this point, we're saying to the community, find your voice. Mm-hmm. Speak your truth about what your reality is on a daily basis. What do you need to do to improve the quality of your life? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a resident of Newhallville by choice for 40 years have been in the street, been, you know, you know, perhaps have been out there to not only just for New Haven, for, for New Hover, but for New Haven. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeanette, the same thing. Um, it, it, it has to, it has to change. It has to change. We're in the year 2022. And when you look at uh, numerically, what does that mean? When the spiritual meaning of that is that all things will come to light. All things that are in the dark will come to light. This is the year of light, the year of truth. We started that out in January mm-hmm. when, when it came to light that this entity was planning to come into our community. And it was it was assumed that it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you know, we feel like people are trying to slow walk us to death. Right. Because first of all, in a black community, you, you put something as controversial as that in the dead of winter. They did not expect us to raise up because, you know, us, we like the warm weather. So it was like in January, 
it, it, you know, it was freezing outside and we had a significant amount of people from the community come out. So, so what's the next, yeah. what's the next steps? Like Jeanette, what, what, what are you hearing from the app foundation now that they know they are not welcome? And let me say this for the record, they have not been good stewards to Congress Avenue in the Hill. They are not good stewards and they continually push back on, on saying they have no control about who and what and all the entities that come and use their services. And I, I beg to differ. Everybody in this city can control their outer spaces. And if yeah. you don't believe that, look how Yale controls their outer spaces. Look how schools control outer spaces. So I, I, I find that a little, uh, a little insulting when they say they cannot, they cannot uh, police quote unquote, they're outside spaces, but they're just not good tenant. They're not, they're not good stewards of the property and they're not good stewards of the neighborhood. So what are they saying to you all in these moments about, are they coming? Are they not coming? Are they making other arrangements? What are you hearing from them? So we are hearing, um, and through letter form as well, is that they're working with the city. Um, they, they heard us. Um, it was very clear that they, they heard from the community and the community is like, this is not a good appropriate spot for you. So right now they have everything on hold. They're not going through zoning or any of those particular pieces right now. Um, they are working with the city to, to have a recommendations um, to move in a different um, location. And so we just have to stay at the table because we understand how this works. We understand how this works is that, okay, you know what? Um, let's see if we can wait them out. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to wait us out. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we want to put this on notice and t- today and tomorrow as well is that you're not waiting us out. Um, this will continue to, we'll continue to be at the table until this is over with. So we want to make sure that they understand that this is not an entity that is going to be healthy for our community. And we need to stand up. And also, I want to make sure that our leaders we have to make sure our leaders is continuously standing with us in the platform that we vote them in to do. We want them to make sure that they heard us and they're hearing us that this is not an entity. So they should be using their um, their leadership um, and their with what their stands are and making sure that it doesn't come in that area as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have support from our state reps. We have support from our alder, and we want to make sure that they are continuing to have a conversation uh, with the city, um, with the state level, the, um, the, um, the DPH, and all of the other services up there. We have sent letters um, letting them know our concern. Our concern has not changed from January um, till now. So if they decide that they want to um, continue to move forward, then we're going to be ready to move forward as well. And we want to hear more from our leaders. Uh, We know that this is an election year. We want to hear uh, from the governor. I did speak with him at an event, and um, I asked him, could I quote him on it? He said, yes, he will be coming to Newhallville, and we're going to hold him accountable to that. We vote for him. Um, Our community deserves more. And everyone has to look at why are we having these conversations? We shouldn't just be having these conversations. They should be coming to us, saying to us, I understand. Here's the data. Okay, they always want data. Well, we have it. Here it is right in front of us that our community, low income, 70%, 
in Newhallville, 70%. That's a high rate. And, and then don't, I'm not even going to go to the disparity of the health disparity. We have nothing in our community that allows us to be preventive. And so we want those particular things in our community, and we deserve to have them. The legacy for our children, the legacy for this community, deserve that. If you go back, you understand before. It used to be a, a business uh, industrial. It used to be a working industrial area here. Um, we had a lot of thriving things, and it went away. And so we want to make sure that no one is not looking at Newhallville. You know, we have a lot of money coming into the city, you know, American Rescue money and a lot of those particular things. Well, someone should be having a conversation on why isn't that money being um, uh, uh, geared towards Newhallville to help Newhallville um, better, have better quality of life. You know, mm-hmm. our expectancy to, to die in Newhallville is, 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 is a high, is, as I'm looking at the, the, um, the, the percentage, it, it's devastating to look at. And so enough, our voice is out here and we're going to continue to talk about this. I know it's uncomfortable for people to hear this. I know it's uncomfortable for our leaders to hear this, but this is uncomfortable for, for me to see children. You know, I've been working with children um, pretty much you know, 30, 40, almost all my life. I love working with youth. And I look at them and what does their life look like? It's up to us to make sure that we don't stay silent on these particular things. So what do you hear from neighbors? Because you've had, you've had a series of meetings, community meetings. I believe they're well attended from what I understand. What are you hearing from them and what are they saying? Well, I think our, our, the neighbors are supportive of what, what is going on. First of all, you know, the first thing that we had to do, we had to spend a great deal of time educating our community about what this whole thing meant and how it could impact their lives. Um, and so that was the first part. And once people understood how it could impact them and their family for generations, uh, then they've been supportive and they've been behind us. Um, we recognize that you know, we're, we're like I say, we're dealing with a community that is um, challenged. Mm-hmm. I would say challenged because if you give people an opportunity to better their lives, they will take advantage of it. Uh, but, you know, we have, like Jeanette said, there's money, tons of money coming into this community, a- into this city. And you would think that you would focus on those neighborhoods first that need the most help. It's like, you know, you got, and when you're triaging anything, you deal with the person that is going to die first. You don't deal with the person that has a, a hangnail when you got somebody that needs a tourniquet. We we are, we have a tourniquet. I see, I see that nurse's training coming out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see that nurse training coming out. <laughs> Exactly. So, I mean, you know, when you think about our life expectancy in Newhallville is 10 years less than the average person in the state of Connecticut. Exactly. 10 years. That means that, you know, they're saying that our life expectancy is 70. The life expectancy of someone that lives generally in the state of Connecticut is 80 years old. Do you know what that does to a family if someone like myself isn't around 
That's devastating. That's devastating. Yes. Yes. So, so in having these conversations with neighbors and community folks and, and, and it is the New Haven, New Hallville, Hamden folks, because New Hallville extends to, to Hamden, to the borders of Hamden. Um, you know, what do you, what do you want them to do when you invite them? What do you, what do you want them to, what do you expect to hear? What would you be willing to listen to? Come third, come, well, period. We are looking for our elected officials, our um, community partners, i.e. healthcare, mm-hmm. um, uh, real estate individuals, people that want to do community development. All of those partners have to come together and say to us, and we want to say to them, this is our vision. Mm-hmm. And we have all, you all have all of these talents and skills and we'll support you coming into our neighborhood so you can help us to actualize what we think would be a healthy lifestyle. So if you're a realtor, you, do you realize that New Hallville used to be the premier home ownership spot for black people? And it, according to this uh, statistic, the home ownership rate in New Hallville now is 26%. Wow. And the of it is rental. Right. It's rental. It's not home ownership. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, they're building mega apartments that border part of New Hallville and part of Dixwell. Mm-hmm. And they're going to give a percentage of, of, of low income or what do they call subsidized yeah, uh, living space. Mm-hmm. It's like, seriously? And then the rest of it is going to be what? It's not going to be affordable for us, for the majority of those people that are 70% of the poverty rate. Right. So we have to change this mentality. And that's what we're out to do. Hamden came out strong in January. Their entire legislative body, the mayor on down, was like, no, we agree this should not come to this community. On the New Haven side, it's been some work, and we're still working. Mm-hmm. We're still working. We're not, as, 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 as Jeanette said, we are not going anywhere. And I told somebody before, if I got to lay my body down on the sidewalk in front of 794 Dixwell <laughs> Avenue, that's where you will find Katora. Well, you won't you be alone, because I feel people feel very strongly about not <laughs> having the app. I mean, I, 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 I. I I agree. I, I wrote my letter and mm-hmm. I've voiced my opinion and uh, I just have not been able to come physically, but I, I have other tools to use and I know mm-hmm. how to use them. Um, but I, I think I think this is a terrible idea mm-hmm. and a very bad mistake for this community. I think it'll do too many bad things. I think I think if they put that place there uh, and, and I'm with you, Jeanette, treatment is necessary. It is. It is necessary. We're not. We're not against treatment, no. but it is. It they are not good stewards, and no, exactly. I think that will. Those folks will attract other folks who peddle drugs to that clientele. Mm-hmm. To that. To those folks. And it would just. It, and then there's children on that street. I mean, it just would be so hard to manage. Uh, and then it would spill into the interior of New Hallville in ways. Mm-hmm. That, you know, we already have, like you said, both of you said, we have enough disparities. 
now we would add another element to that disparity. I think crime would go up. I yes. think um, assaults would go. I mean, I think so many things happen when you when you put this. And no one is talking about putting this in Westville or or East Rock or you never hear things going in those neighborhoods ever. Mm-hmm. And ever. The, you and you can't tell me they don't have um, spaces that are not available. They have spaces. Mm-hmm. Everything is not everything is not leased up over there in those neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. So, and I and I don't want my friends in East Rock to get all crazy, and I don't want my friends in Westfield get all crazy. I'm just I'm making the point right. that um, these these our communities like this, the, the most hardest at the hardest, cannot endure these kinds of. I just I just assaults. want your friends in those areas to understand. That's why we are crazy right now. Right, right, right. Alan, not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think they are our friends because we, we have um, went, went and have conversations with every every district and they understand clearly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even down to a couple of the management team um, said, no, it should be not in any community. And I think that is true. So we, we try our best not to say, oh, send it over there or send it over there. No, And, I, and, and I'm not suggesting that either. I'm just saying in when they make these decisions. Yeah. Correct. They they don't consider, yes. you know, other right. communities. Yes. They say, oh, well, this just seems natural to put it in one of the poorest neighborhoods because whatever. But I was like, no, we no, that can't. That's not a good idea either. So, but you know what, Babs, the 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 placement of seven ninety four Dixwell Avenue. That they right next, right on the sidewalk next to that building, it says, "Welcome to New Haven." Mm-hmm. So I want you to transplant what's mm-hmm. going on in Congress Avenue right there on that corner. Is that the first thing you want to see right. coming into our neighborhood with these bad, bad stewards? Right. No, we do not. And exactly. And we have what? Three schools in that district. That area over there is elderly. I mean, people have been in their homes for a long period of time and, and, you know, and they're devastated about wanting that, uh, wanting, you know, it to be in, in the area and, you know, and shame on um, um, who sold them the building um, because they also, are, that was a school right there. And so they didn't think that through as well. They was thinking more of, of the funds and then, than what is, what would impact our community. And so I think that we have to continue to, make sure that we are not, um, that we know that they know that this game has changed. Yes. And this has changed because we do allow things to happen in our community, um, you know, and so that's why I'm urging uh, everyone to come and help Newhallville. You know your expertise. You know what New Hallville can thrive for. You know our vision. You know, um, you know our passion of what we want, um, you know, for a better life as well as anyone else do for our communities. And so, people are hearing us, but then they sit on the sideline and they say, you know, you guys are doing a good job. You know, but no, I need you in the game. If you're on the sideline, you don't understand how the game is being played. And so we want you in the game with us so that we can have a win as well. Mm-hmm. And so we are urging everyone to come out and help us. 
Um, you know, we are, are meeting on, on tomorrow, Thursday at Lincoln Bassett School. We want people to come with their vision, their ideas. I remember uh, everyone saying that they want to have a restaurant where they can go and sit outside and, um, you know, and, and have, a, have a meal. We don't have that. We want to have um, a grocery store where we can have fresh vegetables and stuff. I have to go outside of the community if I want to eat healthy and so forth. So they have all the things that keep us in, in these healthy disparity um, pieces. And so why can't we have those particular things? When I want to go to, if I have to go and get any kind of medical, I have to go outside of the community for that. Why can't we have something, uh, uh, urgent care or something right here in our community? You can just go to and get basic, basic care. We don't have those things in our community. We should have those things in our community. And that's what this meeting tomorrow is about, not just about the app. It is pertaining to them, but it's not about that. It's about the future of New Orleans. How does this look? We need to have a platform. We need to make sure that we put a proposal together and say, this is what we're looking for. So if you're coming into this community, this is what we need in our community. Call us. Talk to us. We're here. Um, but we do not want things that's going to continue to keep our community down. Now, we have to put the elephant in the room too, Baz. We know that communities have to be in a condition like we are in in order to get other fundings. And so sometimes people want our community to be low income you know, disparity, because federal money comes in, other type of money comes in, and people make benefits off of our community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, so, but we don't want that to happen. We need to stop looking at um, how are you going to help our community and not um, take advantage of our community. That's a good Amen. point. That's a good point. So the meeting is tomorrow night, Thursday. From 6 to 8, it's going to be at Lincoln Bassett School, which sits right in the heart of Newhallville, 130 Bassett Street, in the auditorium. Um, and uh, and I, I, I know you've been papering the neighborhood because I, I get the flyers in my mailbox. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so uh, Harry's going to put it up so people can see it. Um, and you're going to report out on where you all are up to this date. And... Uh, you're going to stop the app and you're going to have a clip of beers presentation and yes. a report on development corporation and, uh, and then some question and answers. You want to hear from people about next steps. Exactly. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, and yeah. I'm, I'm really su- surprised that 26, 26% of this neighborhood is, is a uh, homeowner home ownership. I, I, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah. because there's a lot of housing in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. but it's not owned. It's not owned by folks mm-hmm. anymore. Is, uh, yeah. Any, anymore. anymore. You're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I live in the house that, um, you know, I live on Ivy street now and I live in the house. Um, my, my, my sorrow and girlfriend, Robin Miller Godwin, this was her parents, her grandparents home. They were the first black people on, on this street 50 years ago. Wow, um, and the the house is still in their family. This is still their family home, mm-hmm. um, and it's important that uh, that we hold on to our family homes like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we see what's happened to the real estate, you know, in other areas of the city where such an entity has housed itself. That it, <clears throat> you know, and I want to say that 
there are good neighbors as far as other treatment facilities mm-hmm. throughout the city. Mm-hmm. Yes. And there are other methadone programs within the city of New Haven. But that, you don't that have about. good our good neighbors and good exactly. stewards of that community. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so it's the the mere fact that you can we know that generational one aspect and an important aspect of generational wealth is home ownership. Mm-hmm. You send kids to college with equity, you can, you know, uh uh you know, maintain your home on the equity, all of these things. And you if you don't own own a home, then all of those things become uh, like almost non-existent, then you're truly, truly a dependent. But if you are owning the home and you don't have any equity because you have an element that says, basically, it's it's the ultimate in redlining. Mm-hmm. It says, don't invest in this community. They have a methadone program. And look at all of the, the ills that that is around this community. Mm-hmm. And so it impacts the home ownership and it impacts what I can do futuristically for my family. And so we're saying these these things do not need to be in a densely populated residential facility. They need to be in a medical slash, preferably a medical slash industrial community, like One Long Wharf, which is where they're trying to leave. But it's like, but you're not good stewards there either. Yeah. We, we talk to the Hill people and they're like, that's not <laughs> happening either. So it's like. Well, then I think y'all need to be, build something yourself somewhere where it'll work out for you. <laughs> and, you know, we need to, uh, you need to start respecting our community. You know, it's been a, such a disrespect to our community. And so um, we, we're, we're not having it anymore. Um, we, are, we should be respected. Uh, Newhallville should be respected. We are high voter turnout in our community. Um, we respect that. We respect uh, our, you know, the homeowners, um, you know, uh, ships that we have had in the past. Uh, and we've done a lot in our community to try to thrive, especially in that area. We're bringing businesses back into that area. And now you're going to, um, you know, take it three and four steps back. So, so you know, it, our voice is saying no. Our voice is saying we want you to hear from us that we want the appropriate things for our community. Mm-hmm. I thank y'all so much for coming on this morning and and raising raising this awareness because this is critical and 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 to show people that when you band with your neighbors you can do anything like we're not hopeless we're not helpless you know that we can do anything with with when we when we raise our voices in unison together so Absolutely. what were you going to say Katura I'm going to give you the last word <laughs> I, I I'm just looking forward to our um, leadership and elected officials. I, 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 I tend to say leadership and I put quotes around that because we are leaders in this community. Those of us that are not elected officials, but I'm looking for those, those people that, that are in charge of monies coming into this city to show us, you know, these are our needs. Show us how this money, federal money, my taxpayer dollars coming into this city is going to improve the quality of life of all of the citizens. And like I say, we have a tourniquet on and we need help. Mm-hmm. We need to use those funds in order to make the quality of life in our community equally as pleasant 
no matter where you are in New Haven. So I want you to come back again, because I know this is going to come up too, uh, Jeanette, about um, possibly the uh, 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 the education folks coming over to the uh, to the to the site on Bass on uh, on Bassett Street, the other the interior Bassett, um, yes. to come in and provide um, moving from long from a what is it El Paso Boulevard to uh, to this area, which I kind of like that idea, but I want to hear what my neighbors have to say. So I want you to come back and talk about that too, because I know you got your hands on that. I know you are involved. I know you're in communication. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> so, so, so thank you for this morning and um, letting us know what is going on in Newhallville Hamden Strong Committee. Um, there's a meeting tomorrow night, six to eight. No, Thursday, Dad. I mean, Thursday. I'm sorry, Thursday. You know, these days are flying by. I don't know what day I'm in. Tomorrow, because today is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So come tomorrow, Thursday. Um, uh, to Lincoln Bassett School, which sits right in the heart of New Hallville. You can't miss it. Can't miss um, it. Can't miss it. And uh, in the auditorium and, and uh, come and raise your voice and and be about the vision of this, this neighborhood. Thank you, Jeanette. Thank you, Couture. Nice seeing y'all. I know. Thank you, Babs. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I will see y'all soon. Keep you posted and yeah. uh, consider yourselves uh, welcome back anytime. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take good care. All right. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Nora.